Welcome to Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor, the raw podcast all about the messy, true lives of working moms in real estate. In this podcast, we talk about the hilarious mishaps and successes that are pretty much guaranteed when it comes to selling real estate while managing a family. I'm your host, Nicole Ward, the boots on the ground toddler mom who swears like a sailor and fails extravagantly, all while running my own real estate business. So grab a juice box and that basket of clean laundry that still needs folded because we're going to jump right in. Welcome back, mamas. This is Nicole Ward. I'm your host of Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor. And today we have Amanda Talkington on our show. I'm so excited because she is the first person on this show who has babies, but they don't only have two legs. We're talking about our four-legged, furry friends, animal mom. (laughs) Amanda, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really, really good. I'm actually really excited that you're here um, because I think that there's a lot of back and forth between moms with, you know, children with two legs and moms of furry animal children. Like, oh, that's not real. That doesn't that's not a real responsibility. And people get that a lot. But I think, you know, if you just had one cat and that's all you had and they fed themselves and went to the bathroom by themselves, that'd be different. But what you do is so unique and how you use it for your career is so unique. I'm I'm really excited to dive into that. So tell us a little bit about when you got your real estate license and where you were in life, and then we'll dive into the rest of it. Okay, sounds good. So I got licensed in June of 2017. So what is that? Five, five and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually just quit my serving job a year ago. So I worked at Grinders for 16 years. And I did things here and there, in, you know, added on or in between or, you know, whatever. But like, that was like my main, and I'm a big, like, no change, like change is scary. Right. And so I couldn't let it go, even though, so I did real estate part-time right at the beginning. Cause I just couldn't, I couldn't let it go. Like right. change financially, like, you know, whatever. So comfort zone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big time. But then. Right. COVID, friendly COVID hit and shut the restaurant down. That's right. They still did like to go orders, but that wasn't my wheelhouse. I was serving tables. So shut down and that kind of forced me to like go full time, dive in deep with real estate. And then it just took off from there. Um, So thank goodness you got your license in 17 then before COVID because you did have a little bit of time to like establish who you were and get a little yeah. bit of experience before. So yeah, that's good. And yeah. And I just did like a lot of training and just, you know, whatever. But then, um, so when the restaurants opened back up, I, I still went back and I was juggling both. And then I was so busy. Like I was literally, it was like, what am I doing here? Right. Like <laughs> I love my girls at Grinders. Like we've been through everything together. Like that's like another family. Right. Yeah. But then I was like, this is stupid. Like I'm literally killing myself to go there and make $80, you know, when I could be putting my energy and time into bigger, better things. But I love my grinders fam. I still talk to them and visit, but that's in the past. I let it go. And now it's just full. I mean, it's been, I've just been like growing every year since. So 
It's amazing. And not to knock our people who are servers, like real estate Absolutely for you, not. bigger, better, meaning like investing your time in it and making more money. Right. But we right. love our servers. And thank you so oh, much yeah. for what you do. And Grinders food is good too. I like oh, Grinders food. Oh, I used to get so <laughs> mad when people would be like, are you going to get like a real job? I'm like, uh, this is a real job. I mean, servers work harder than <laughs> I, any, I mean, they are on their feet all the time. It is ridiculous. It's like being a mom. I mean, you are just yeah. constantly running around like a chicken with your head cut off and, yeah. you know, working like crazy. So, okay, cool. Yes. So you did that. You just let that go. You're into real estate full time now. So yes. tell me a little bit about your other life. What do you do in the animal world? Yes. Yeah, so this was kind of like five-ish years ago that I mean, I've always been an animal lover. Like my dad and I would pick up animals off the side of the road, you know, like all that. So you were one of those. Wanted to be a veterinarian, blah, 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 you know. And then, so like five-ish years ago, I got, I had a friend that I met at the Humane Society. I started volunteering there, uh, walking dogs. And I met a friend there. She was running a rescue, um, asked me to be on the board. I did that for a little bit. Um, my mission kind of con was a conflict with the owner of this rescue slash boarding facility. So I left, gotcha. um, just wasn't working out, wasn't clicking. Right. Well, then a good friend of mine was starting her own rescue and asked me to come along and, you know, start it up and everything with her. So it's called Impossible Mutts. Impossible Mutts. Yeah. So P-A-W is in there for Paul. Right. Of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I was actually just thinking about this before we started this. I can't, I think we're going into three years in July, I think, but I, everything okay. just runs together anymore. But anyways, right. um, so I love all animals, but I was more of a dog, like dogs were, you know, that's what I wanted right. to focus on. Somehow in the last three years, I've become the cat coordinator and I've just been like, I just, the cats and kittens are where my heart is even more now. So it's just weird how things change because dogs, like I said, I love all animals, but dogs are my, like have been my go-to, but now it's cats and kittens. So I'm right. the cat coordinator and I run everything with the cats. Okay. So, um, it's a full-time job. I just started joking about this the other day because I have people adopting these cats and kittens and they think that that's my job. They think that that's what I do full time. Right. They don't know anything else you do because you're constantly online and on Facebook saying, I need to adopt this animal out. Somebody yes. help me. Spay your cats. <laughs> oh, yes, totally. And so then when they find out I'm a realtor, they're like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, like it's that's my paying job. The right. does not pay, which, you know, it is what it is. Like they can't. Right. But um. Yes, I want to do, and that's where like I'm being pretty raw here. I need to do a better job of getting my story out there as a realtor right. that helps animals, not someone that helps animals that's a realtor, if that makes sense. Like, No, that makes sense. So tell me a little bit about, I mean, you're clearly passionate about helping animals and you've built this rescue over the last few years, but you've helped in many other ways. And I'm going to fill in the gaps for some of our listeners who may not know you or follow you on social media. Um, yeah. I mean, you are constantly on social media saying, I need to find a home for this. I, I you know, I found these, this mama cat and these eight kittens and I need yeah. to do this and I need to do that. And so you're, you are constantly all over the place trying to help and save animals. Um, that's yeah. what you do. And it takes up your time. I mean, you are getting up with them at night. You're getting up with them in the morning. You're making sure they're all fed. I mean, 
it's very yeah. much being a fur mom. You are a fur mom. I mean, it's what you I, do. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I run, we have probably, I don't know, 10 to 12 foster homes. And, but that's like, that's the big part of it too. Like I make sure everybody has the supplies. I make the vet appointments. I make sure the right. fosters are taking the animals there. I, we do application process for adopters. Right. I'm checking those. I'm calling those. And I get help from the rescue board, but that's where I fail is I'm a control freak. No one can do something the way I do it. Right. So like I do, I'm doing it all, but then, yeah, we have, so my cat Buckley, she's a big grouch. She does not like other cats or kittens. She's, she's an a-hole like she right. is. Um, <laughs> you can say it. We're allowed to swear on this podcast. Okay. She's an asshole. <laughs> she's an asshole. <laughs> um, but I, we have a, I'm in my office now at home and then we have a spare bedroom. And so that's where I keep these kittens in until I re you know, get them okay. where they need to be bedded and get their homes. But, um, Buckley, I can't, we can't have them in the house. Now chaos, my big, my big boy, he loves kittens. He will sit by the door and just Aww. whine because he just wants to go in and he just he's lays a here. Papa kitty. Oh gosh. The kittens, <laughs> they climb on him. Like he's a jungle gym. It's hilarious. And then Buckley Aww. stands outside the door and just hisses the whole time. I'm like, oh, it's, it's a zoo. It's a literal zoo when I it's have like, foster kids here. I was going to say, it's, I mean, fostering, it's like a daycare, but 24 hours a day with animals. I mean, you yeah. are just constantly like breaking up fights and, and making sure everyone's okay. And it's just, I, yes. I totally, it's a lot of work. It's a ton of work. So what yeah. are some of the things that you do, um, like that you implement in the animal rescue, animal care into your real estate business so that you can combine the two and make them into one? What are some of the cool different things you do? And I know you do some because we've talked about it before. So tell me a little bit about it. <laughs> yes. So I actually got away from this. I want to get back to it, but I was picking a local rescue, like not the rescue that I run, but right. I have, obviously I contribute a lot to that as well. But um, I was picking a local rescue for three, six month period. And then I donate my, a portion of my commission at the end of that period to that rescue. Okay. And were you getting some like decent real estate leads in opposition of that? Like if you were partnering with a rescue, were they also sending people your way? Yeah. So they obviously, you know, it's a win-win there. Like, it's not like I'm helping these animals just to get the houses or vice, right. you know? So it was then being like, you know, they put on their pages and tell their people like, Amanda is a realtor. She's helping us out. Right. So like in return, I get you know, and then also the animal rescue community is huge. It and everyone's pretty like passionate and and trusting. You know, so I have a right. huge following that trusts me in that sense. So in return, they know they can trust me to help them with their real estate needs. Right, so, right. And so, yeah. why did you get away from doing that? Did you just get too busy to keep up with yeah. it? Yep. Okay. Just, I mean, that's at the end of the day. Like, I'm a hot mess. Hot mess is best. <laughs> Listen, we all are. <laughs> yes. And I literally, you like moms with you human kids, you know, I, I just like, you guys are rock stars because I keep myself alive and my husband alive and our two animals alive. I can't imagine having other humans. humans. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I, I wonder, sometimes I literally wake up in a sweat in the middle of the night, just like, <gasps> how did I keep my child alive today? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you guys do it. And it's, like, I get my nieces here and there. Um, they're 10 and 10 and seven. And 
I mean, it's like four or six hours and I'm calling my sister like, are you ready? Right. I'm back. <laughs> I love them, obviously, but they wear me out. Like it's constant. Uh, so I don't know how you moms with you with human kids do it. Cause it's, it's, I mean, quiet. it's a lot. I mean, and it's very similar to what you're doing. So running, I mean, and that's why you're on this show because, you know, if you just had a cat and you're here to talk about your cat or dog and you're here yeah. to talk about your dog, that'd be different because just taking care of one animal um, on a regular basis, a lot of us do that. Even us with kids do that. But what you're doing and 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 how you're saving animals, you're helping the community, you're spreading awareness. Um, and that's a big yeah. one that you're doing. So even though you say that you want to be a realtor who also has a rescue, um, yeah. you're spreading a lot of awareness. And I do think that you're doing a lot of good um, in the world and in the community, especially locally. I know a lot of agents and a lot of people in general that have asked about um, animal welfare or they found a cat or they found yeah. a dog or they want to get involved and I always send them your way. Do they, do they ever reach out to you? Oh yeah. I have. Yeah. Okay, good. Like, I mean, we all come across that, right? Like we come across a house that someone left their cat or it's, it's stupid. And it really makes me mad Sad. because it's yeah. like, how can you do that? Like, right. Literally. But, um, yeah. And that's like a, um, there's some days that I'm just like, gosh, I wish I was not the animal go-to. Right. My phone's never, my phone never stops. I mean, just with real estate, it doesn't stop. And then you've at, like, I probably get five to seven messages a day asking to take someone's cat or they found these kittens on the side of the road, or they know of this person that left, you know, like it's, it's constant. And that's where like this year, I want to do a better year of setting boundaries because it has taken a toll on my mental health. And so I like, I can't save them all. I know that, but I'll do my best. And the ones I do save, I'm changing their lives. So you know, it's, that's gotta be really, really hard, especially the ones that you just can't do. Yeah. And in the people I have to tell no to, like, I know that I know that cat or that dog's fate and that's what kills me because it's like, I can't do it all. And so when I do say no, but I have to, I can't take them all, you know, but man, yeah, it is like, it's constant. It's constant. I mean, I can see how that can take a toll on your mental health. Um, so what can what can other people, um, other agents that may be listening in to this podcast or other people in general, moms, what can they do to help support your business or so, not even your, your business, but what you're doing in the rescue community? Um, the biggest thing is like if you come across a, an animal that needs help, like, uh, and I'm not saying everyone does this, but they just put that problem that they've come across onto me and and then just expect me to figure everything out from money. Like we run on donations. We don't have a money tree constantly to pick right. from, you know what I mean? So yes. it costs around like 120 to 180 per cat to get fully vetted. And we don't with the rescue, like when you hear like legit rescue, that's because we get them fixed, vaccinated, microchipped, tested, like, the whole nine yards, like they're ready to go. Like mm-hmm. they don't need any more vetting. So, um, sorry, I'm like going off a tangent here, but the biggest thing is if you have a problem and you're coming to me or somebody in the rescue world, either offer to help with donations and that can even just be 25, 50 bucks. Like it doesn't have to be 200, 500, right. whatever. Um, or offer to foster. Like if you find something that needs help, like, Hey, I can stick this cat in my spare bedroom until you can find a permanent home for him. Or, right. you know, um, 
the biggest thing is tell everybody you know, tell everyone you come across, they need to spay and neuter. That is why we are where we are. Because people don't spay and neuter their animals. And they either let their cat roam the streets and then Mm -hmm. they're getting, you know. I get it. And it comes down to two primary things in my mind is... Um, the cost of spaying and neutering tends to be high. Now, I know there's low-cost clinics, which is fantastic. But the second part of that is if you can't afford even a low-cost clinic, you shouldn't be getting an animal in the first place. Don't get an animal if you can't afford to take care of your animal. Now, preaching to the choir here, people are going to do it anyway. Um, So my suggestion would be, I guess, to go off of what you're saying is find a low-cost clinic nearby, get your animal spayed or neutered, um, and move on from there. That's the best way that you can help in any situation is to help your own animal 100%. Yeah. Or reach out to like we as the rescue are more than willing to help somebody that cannot afford that. Because if you're reaching out me out reaching out to me for help to get your animal fixed, you're my favorite person. Right. <laughs> because, like you're trying to do it. You just financially cannot. Like we will help you. We will like, that's all I need to, you see, I post all the time and I feel bad doing that, asking for money, but like, I can only do so much with what we have. So like everyone, again, like I have a lot of people and I, I wish I could like give everybody a hug and kiss that donates because they don't realize how much that helps. Even $5. Like right. it, if ever, you know what I mean? If I have a hundred mm-hmm. people that donate, like I can pay for that person to get that their animal fixed in no time. So, so. How does your husband feel about <laughs> – I'm not trying to, like, start an issue. I'm, I'm no, genuinely curious. Like, you obviously invest a lot of your own money as well as your own time into yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. So how does your husband feel about this and how has it affected your home life um, along with running these businesses? He is um, – he's so funny because he does love animals. Obviously, he does not have the passion I have, but he supports right. – what I do. He right. will say, Amanda, I think you're taking off. Cause I cry every time my fosters leave because I get attached. It's, I mean, how can he not? I get and it. I, I get it. I literally cry every time. And like after the like fifth time he goes, babe. And I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, and he's like, maybe this isn't what you should be doing. <laughs> and I just start laughing. Cause like he cares like enough to be like, yeah, ah, like you're crying all the time, you know? But at one point, I literally had every room in this house filled with kittens. Like, every door was closed. And he was like, Amanda. And I'm like, I know. I know. It's getting a little crazy. And I'm like, I those two, those two are leaving Friday. Those three are leaving Saturday. He's like, all right. But his biggest thing is the smell of litter box. I mean, that gets overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But um, he's – and he's a little bit of a, a clean freak. So when things start to get a little out of hand and there's – food and litter everywhere and fur balls everywhere. He, but he, at the end of the day, supports me 100%. Yeah. And I know he tells people like about, you know, what I do. And he's very proud of me with real estate as well. In general. So, um, you know, real quick, and we, we don't have a whole lot of time left on this show, but I do want to ask you, you know, your business has obviously grown over the years and since COVID and since going full time, you've really, really grown, um, quite a bit. So what, what's the average number of transactions that you're doing? Like last year, how many transactions did you do? I did 34 last year. 34 transactions on your own. I mean, that is, I mean, you, you are six figure income producing agent yep. and you're doing this other rescue and business full time. 
Yes. Um, that's quite a bit. I mean, that that's amazing. So kudos to you for doing everything that you're doing and maintaining a healthy marriage. I hope it's a healthy marriage. Is it a healthy marriage? Yeah, it is. We, we can be real. Celebrate. Okay. <laughs> we celebrate our 10-year anniversary uh, in June. So um, yes, and we've been together 17 years. So it's amazing. Uh, you know, we all it's all a wild ride with it marriages. Is. So we have our times, ups and downs, but at the end of the day, we love each other. So well, good. So, I mean, you yeah. just, you have so much going on for you. You're doing all these different things. Um, I appreciate you coming on the show. And I do have to ask the last question that I ask everybody that comes on this show. Um, and the juicier, the better, because, you know, we swear on the show and, you know, we kick some ass on the show. And so we want to hear some juicy drama too. So um, <laughs> <laughs> the show is called Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor. So uh, what's your confession, my friend? This one, I was already like thinking about this and I don't know. I'm a pretty like open book. I pretty much tell it out how it is. Um, I would say my confession is only a very few select people know that like I've been, I've hit a pretty low, low, like last year it was, if I didn't have the um, family that I have and friends, I don't know that I would still be here. Really? So yeah. It's That's pretty a raw. very low So low. I don't want to end on that note, but I'm doing a lot better and I've come a long way. Okay. Um, but that's, I put on, I think I put on more than what people realize. And I, and I'm telling that I'm saying this out loud because I want people to know, like, it might look like I've got it together, but I don't. There's times mm-hmm. that it's, I've hit, I mean, like I just said, I've hit a low, low, low. So right. that's my confession. But in return, things are good. Things are now. good now. People Therapy. can help support you and your business yes. by not only their friendship locally as agents and support of what you do in the animal world, um, but also spreading the word about animal care and spaying yes. and neutering. And if people want to get in touch with you, <laughs> which I don't know if you want to give out all that information or not, but if, <laughs> if, no, if they okay. would like to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Probably texting. Okay. And they can find you. Do you have a website or what's your social handle that they can find you and uh, your information? I, just if you type in my name, my business thing comes up. Can I put my, can I say my phone number now? Heck yeah. Go ahead, girl. Put it out in the yeah. universe. It's just 330-936-4046. Okay. And I will put that in the show notes, you guys. So go ahead and just click below. Um, it'll take you to the webpage and give you all the access to reach out to Amanda. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank um, you for having me. It's amazing. And I really appreciate your confession. Um, that was a tough one. Yes. And we've gotten real deep in the show with some, and if you've listened to it, you know, I mean, there yes. are some some deep, deep-seated yep. things that, that but you but know it's what? it's good. Get out there. It's good. And you know what the amazing thing is, is that every single woman that comes on this show is clearly has had or is currently struggling with something big. And mm-hmm. if that says anything that we all need to just come together more often and be a better community of supporters for each yeah. other, like don't be the type of woman that tears other women down because they're selling more real estate than you be the I woman can't. that comes up and straightens yeah. their crown when it's crooked. Right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Be that, so. be that person. Don't be the other person. <laughs> right. Be that person. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you, Amanda, so much Thank for coming so on the much. show. And stay tuned, everybody, um, for next week's episode. It's going to be awesome. 
Hey mamas, thanks for tuning in to Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor. If you like today's confession, make sure you subscribe to hear more juicy stories from other realtor moms like you. See you next week.